Part One, Chapter Ten A of the History of the Devil. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The History of the Devil by Daniel Defoe. Part One, Chapter Ten A of the devil's second kingdom and how he got his footing in the renewed world by his victory over noah and his race the story of noah his building the ark his embarking himself in all nature's stock for a new world on board it the long voyage they took and the bad weather they met with though it would embellish this work very well and come in very much to the purpose in this place yet as it does not belong to the devil's story for i cannot prove what some suggest viz that he was in the ark among the rest i say for that reason i must omit it and now having mentioned satan's being in the ark as i say i cannot prove it so there are i think some good reasons to believe he was not there first i know no business he had there secondly we read of no mischief done there and these joined together make me conclude he was absent the last i chiefly insist upon that we read of no mischief done there which if he had been in the ark would certainly have happened and therefore i suppose rather that when he saw his kingdom dissolved his subjects all engulfed in an inevitable ruin and desolation a sight suitable enough to him except as it might unking him for a time i say when he saw this he took care to speed himself away as well as he could and make his retreat to a place of safety where that was is no more difficult to us than it was to him it is suggested that as he is prince of the power of the air he retired only into that region it is most rational to suppose he went no further on many accounts of which i shall speak by and by here he stayed hovering in the earth's atmosphere as he has often done since and perhaps now does or if the atmosphere of this globe was affected by the indraft of the absorption as some think then he kept himself upon the watch to see what event the new phenomena would be and this watch wherever it was i doubt not was as near the earth as he could place himself perhaps in the atmosphere of the moon or in a word the next place of retreat he could find from hence i took upon me to insist that satan has not a more certain knowledge of events than we i say he has not a more certain knowledge that he may be able to make stronger conjectures and more rational conclusions from that he sees i will not deny and that which he most outdoes us in is that he sees more to conclude from than we can but i am satisfied he knows nothing of futurity more than we can see by observation and inference nor for example did he know whether god would repeople the world any more or no i must therefore allow that he only waited to see what would be the event of this strange eruption of water and what god proposed to do with the ark and all that was in it some philosophers tell us besides what i hinted above that the devil could have made no retreat in the earth's atmosphere for that the air being wholly condensed into water and having continually poured down its streams to deluge the earth that body was become so small and had suffered such convulsions 
that there was but just enough air left to surround the water or as might serve by its pressure to preserve the natural position of things and supply the creatures in the ark with a part to breathe in the atmosphere indeed might suffer some strange and unnatural motions at that time but not i believe to that degree however i will not affirm that there could be room in it or is now for the devil much less for all the numberless legions of satan's host but there was and now certainly is sufficient space to receive him and a sufficient body of his troops for the business he had for them at that time and that's enough to the purpose or if the earth's atmosphere did suffer any particular convulsion on that occasion he might make his retreat to the atmosphere of the moon or of mars or of venus or of any of the other planets or to any other place for he that is prince of the air could not want retreats in such a case from whence he might watch for the issue of things certainly he did not go far because his business lay here and he never goes out of his way of doing mischief in particular his more than ordinary concern was to see what would become of the ark he was wise enough doubtless to see that god who had directed its making nay even the very structure of it would certainly take care of it preserve it upon the water and bring it to some place of safety or other though where it should be the devil with all his cunning could not resolve whether on the same surface the water is drawing off or in any other created or to be created place in this state of uncertainty being evidently his case which proves his ignorance of futurity it was his business i say to watch with the utmost vigilance for the event if the ark was as mr burnett thinks guided by two angels they not only held it from foundering or being swallowed up in the water but certainly kept the waters calm about it especially when the lord brought a strong wind to blow over the whole globe which by the way was the first and i suppose the only universal storm that ever blew for to be sure it blew over the whole surface at once i say if it was thus guided to be sure the devil saw it and that with envy and regret that he could do it no injury for doubtless had it been in the devil's power as god had drowned the whole race of man except what was in the ark he would have taken care to have dispatched them too and so made an end to the creation at once but either he was not empowered to go to the ark or it was so well guarded by angels that when he came near it he could do it no harm so it rested at length the waters abating on the mountains of ararat in armenia or some place else that way and where they say a piece of the keel is remaining to this day of which however with dr blank i say i believe not a word the ark being safely landed tis reasonable to believe noah prepared to go on shore as the seamen call it as soon as the dry land began to appear and here you must allow me to suppose satan though himself clothed with a cloud so as not to be seen came immediately and perching on the roof saw all the heaven-kept household safely landed and all the host of living creatures dispersing themselves down the sides of the mountain as the search of their food or other proper occasions directed them this sight was enough satan was at no loss to conclude from hence that the design of god was to repeople the world by the way of ordinary generation 
from the posterity of these eight persons without creating any new species very well says the devil then my advantage over them by the snare i laid for poor eve is good still and i am now just where i was after adam's expulsion from the garden when i had cain and his race to go to work with for here is the old expunged corrupted race still as cain was the object then so noah is my man now and if i do not master him one way or another i am mistaken in my mark pardon me for making a speech for the devil noah big with a sense of his late condition and while the wonders of the deluge were fresh in his mind spent his first days in the ecstasies of his soul giving thanks and praising the power that had been his protection in and through the flood of waters and which had so miraculous a matter safely landed him on the surface of the newly discovered land and the text tells us as one of the first things he was employed in he built an altar unto the lord and offered burnt offerings upon the altar genesis eight verse twenty while noah was thus employed he was safe the devil himself could nowhere break in upon him and we may suppose very reasonably as he found the old father invulnerable he left him for some years watching notwithstanding all possible advantages against his sons and their children for now the family began to increase and noah's sons had several children whether himself had any more children after the flood or not that we are not arrived any certainty about among his sons the devil found japhet and shem good pious religious and very devout persons serving god daily after the example of their good old father noah and he could make nothing of them or of any of their posterity but ham the second or according to some the younger son of noah had a son who was named canaan a loose young profligate fellow his education was probably but cursory and superficial his father ham not being near so religious and serious a man as his brothers shem and japhet were and as canaan's education was defective so he proved as untaught youth generally do a wild and in short a very wicked fellow and consequently a fit tool for the devil to go to work with noah a diligent industrious man being with all his family thus planted in the rich fruitful plains of armenia or wherever you please let it be near the mountains of caucasus or ararat went immediately to work cultivating and improving the soil increasing his cattle and pastures sowing corn and among other things planting trees for food and among the fruit trees he planted vines of the grapes thereof he made no doubt as they still in the same country do make most excellent wine rich luscious strong and pleasant i cannot come into the notion of our critics who to excuse noah from the guilt of what followed or at least from the censure tell us he knew not the strength or the nature of wine but that gathering the heavy clusters of the grapes and their own weight crushing out their balmy juices into his hand he tasted the tempting liquor and that the devil assisting he was charmed with the delicious fragrance and tasted again and again pressing it out into a bowl or dish that he might take a larger quantity till at length the heady froth ascended and seizing his brain he became intoxicated and drunk not in the least imagining there was any such strength in the juice of that excellent fruit 
but to make out this story which is indeed very favourable for noah but in itself extremely ridiculous you must necessarily fall into some absurdities and beg the question most egregiously in some particular cases which way of arguing will by no means oppose what is suggested at first you must support that there was no such thing as wine made before the deluge and that no body had ever been made drunk with the juice of the grape before noah which i say is begging the question in the grossest manner if the contrary is true as i see no reason to question if i say it was true that there was wine drank and that men were or had been drunk with it before they cannot then but suppose that noah who was a wise a great and a good man and a preacher of righteousness both knew of it and without doubt had in his preaching against their crimes preached against this among the rest upbraided them with it reproved them for it and exhorted them against it again tis highly probable they had grapes growing and consequently wines made from them in the antediluvian world how else did noah come by the vines which he planted for we are to suppose he could plant no trees or shrubs but such as he found the roots of in the earth which no doubt had been there before in their highest perfection and had consequently grown up and brought forth the same luscious fruit before besides as he found the roots of the vine so he understood what they were and what fruit they bore or else it may be supposed also he would not have planted them for he planted them for their fruit as he did it in the provision he was making for his subsistence and the subsistence of his family and if he did not know what they were he would not have set them for he was not planting for diversion but profit upon the whole it seems plain to me he knew what he did as well when he planted the vines as when he pressed out the grapes and also when he drank the juice that he knew it was wine was strong and would make him drunk if he took enough of it he knew that other men had been drunk with such liquor before the flood and that he had reprehended them for it and therefore it was not his ignorance but the devil took him at some advantage when his appetite was eager or he was thirsty and the liquor cooling and pleasant and in short as eve said the serpent beguiled her and she did eat so the devil beguiled noah and he did drink the temptation was too strong for noah not the wine he knew well enough what he did but as the drunkards say to this day it was so good he could not forbear it and so he got drunk before he was aware or as our ordinary speech expresses it he was overtaken with drink and mr poole and other expositors are partly of the same mind no sooner was the poor old man conquered and the wine had lightened his head but it may be supposed he falls off from the chair or bench where he sat and tumbling backwards his clothes which in those hot countries were only loose open robes like the vests which the armenians wear to this day flying abroad or the devil so assisting on purpose to expose him he lay there in a naked and decent posture not fit to be seen in this juncture who should come by but young canaan some say or as others think this young fellow first attacked him by way of kindness and pretended affection prompted his grandfather to drink on pretense of the wine being good for him and proper for the support of his old age and subtly set upon him drinking also with him and so his head being too strong for the old man's 
drank him down and then devil-like triumphed over him boasted of his conquest insulted the body as it were dead and covered him on purpose to expose him and leaving him in that indecent posture went and made sport with it to his father ham who in that part wicked like himself did the same to his brethren japhet and shem but they like modest and good men far from carrying on the wicked insult on their parent went and covered him as the scripture expresses it and as may be supposed informed him how he had been abused and by whom why else should noah when he came to himself show his resentment so much against canaan his grandson rather than against ham his father and who tis supposed in the story the guilt chiefly lay upon we see the curses as it were laid wholly upon canaan the grandson and not a word of the father is mentioned in genesis chapter nine verses twenty five twenty six and twenty seven cursed be canaan a servant of servants shall he be etc that ham was guilty that's certain from the history of fact but i cannot but suppose his grandson was the occasion of it and in this case the devil seems to have made canaan the instrument or tool to delude noah and draw him into drunkenness as he made the serpent the tool to beguile eve and draw her into disobedience probably canaan might do it without design at first but might be brought in to ridicule and make a jest of the old patriarch afterward as is too frequent since in the practice of our days but i rather believe he did it really with a wicked design and on purpose to expose and insult his reverend old parent and this seems more likely too because of the great bitterness with which noah resented it after he came to be informed of it but be that as it will the devil certainly made a great conquest here and as to outward appearance no less than that which he gained before over adam nor did the devil's victory consist barely in his having drawn in the only righteous man of the whole antediluvian world and so beginning or initiating the new young progeny with a crime but here was the great oracle silenced at once the preacher of righteousness for such no doubt he would have been to the new world as he was to the old i say the preacher was turned out of office or his mouth stopped which was worse nay it was a stopping of his mouth in the worst kind far worse than stopping his breath for had he died the office had descended to his sons shem and japhet but he was dead to the office of an instructor though alive as to his being for of what force could his preachings be who had thus fallen himself into the most shameful and beastly excess besides some are of the opinion though i hope without ground that noah was not only overtaken once in his drink but that being fallen into that sin it became habitual and he continued in it a great while and that it was this which is the meaning of his being uncovered in his tent and that his son saw his nakedness that is he continually exposed himself for a long time a hundred years say they and that his son ham and his grandson canaan having drawn him into it kept him in it encouraged and prompted it and all the while satan still prompting them joined their scoffs and contempt of him with their wicked endeavours to promote the wickedness and both was as much success as the devil himself could wish for then as for his two sons modestly and decently covering their father 
they tell us that represents shem and japhet applying themselves in a humble and dutiful manner to their father to entreat and beseech him to consider his ancient glory his own pious exhortations to the late drowned world and to consider the offence which he gave by his evil courses to god and the scandal to his whole family and also that they are brought in effectually prevailing upon him and that then noah cursed the wickedness of ham's degenerate race in testimony of his sincere repentance after the fact the story is not so very unlikely as is certain that it is not to be proved and therefore we had better take it as we find it viz for one single act but suppose it was so tis still certain that noah's preaching was sadly interrupted the energy of his words flattered and the force of his persuasions enervated and abated by this shameful fall that he was effectually silenced for an instructor ever after and this was as much as the devil had occasion for and therefore indeed we read little more of him except that he lived three hundred and fifty years after the flood nay we do not so much as read that he had any more children but the contrary nor indeed could noah have any more children except by his old and perhaps superannuated wife who it was very likely he had had four or five hundred year unless you will suppose he was allowed to marry some of his own progeny daughters or granddaughters which we do not suppose was allowed no not to adam himself this was certainly a masterpiece of the devil's policy and a fatal instance of his unhappy diligence viz that the door of the ark was no sooner open and the face of the world hardly dry from the universal destruction of mankind but he was at work among them and that not only to form a general defection among the race upon the foot of the original taint of nature but like a bold devil he strikes at the very root and flies at the next general representative of mankind attacks the head of the family that in his miscarriage the rise and progress of a reformation of the new world should receive an early check and should at once be prevented i say like a bold devil he strikes at the root and alas poor unhappy noah he proved too weak for him satan prevailed in his very first attempt and got the victory over him at once noah thus overcome and satan's conquest carried on to the utmost of his own wishes the devil had little more to do in the world for some ages than to carry on an universal degeneracy among mankind and to finish it by a like diligent application in diluting the generality of the race and them as they came on gradually into life this he found the less difficult because of the first defection which spread like a contagion upon the earth immediately after the first evidence we have of his success in this mischievous design was in the building that great stupendous staircase for such it seems it was intended called babel which if the whole world had not been drunk or otherwise infatuated they would never have undertaken even satan himself could never have prevailed with them to undertake such a preposterous piece of work for it had neither end or means possibility or probability in it i must confess i am sometimes apt to vindicate our old ancestors in my thoughts from the charge itself as we generally understand it namely that they really designed to build a tower which should reach up to heaven 
or that it should secure them in case of another flood and father causabon is of my opinion whether i am of his or no is a question by itself his opinion is that the confusion was nothing but a breach among the undertakers and directors of the work and that the building was designed chiefly for a storehouse for provisions in case of a second deluge as to their notion of its reaching up to heaven he takes the expression to be allegorical rather than little and only to mean that it should be exceedingly high perhaps they might not be astronomers enough to measure the distance of space between the earth and heaven as we pretend to do now but as noah was then alive and as we believe all his three sons were so too they were able to have informed them how absurd it was to suppose either of one or the other viz one that they could build up to heaven or two that they could build firm enough to resist or high enough to overtop the waters supposing another flood should happen i would rather think it was only that they intended to build a most glorious and magnificent city where they might all inhabit together and that this tower was to be built for ornament and also for strength or as above and for a storehouse to lay up vast magazines of provisions in case of extraordinary floods or other events the city being built in a great plain namely the plains of shemar near the river euphrates but the story as it is recorded suits better with satan's measure at that time and as he was from the beginning prompting them to everything that was contrary to the happiness of man so the more preposterous it was and the more inconsistent with common sense the more to his purpose and it showed the more what a complete conquest he had gained over the reason as well as the religion of mankind at that time again tis evident in this case they were not only acting contrary to the nature of things but contrary to the design and the command of heaven for god's command was that they should replenish the earth that is that they should spread their habitations over it and people the whole globe whereas they were pitching in one place as if they were not to multiply sufficient to take up any more but what cared the devil for that or to put it a little handsomer that was what satan aimed at for it was enough to him to bring mankind to act just contrary to what heaven had directed or commanded them in anything and if possible in everything but god himself put a stop to this foolish piece of work and it was time indeed to do so for a matter thing the devil himself never proposed to them i say god himself put a stop to this new undertaking and disappointed the devil and how was it done not in judgment and anger as perhaps the devil expected and hoped for but as pitying the simplicity of that dreaming creature he confused their speech or as some say divided and confused their counsels so that they could not agree with one another which would be the same thing as not to understand one another or he put a new shibboleth upon their tongues thereby separating them into tribes or families for by this every family found themselves under a necessity of keeping together and this naturally increased the differing jargons of language for at first it might be no more what a confusion this was to them we all know by their being obliged to leave off the building and immediately separating one from another but what a surprise it was to the old serpent that remains to be considered of for indeed it belongs to his history 
satan had never met any disappointment in all his wicked attempts till now for first he succeeded even to triumph upon eve he did the like upon cain and in short upon the whole world one man noah accepted when he blended the sons of god and the daughters of hell for so the word is understood together in a promiscuous voluptuous living as well as generation as to the deluge authors are not agreed whether it was a disappointment to the devil or no it might be indeed a surprise to him for though noah had preached of it for a hundred year together yet as he satan daily prompted the people not to heed or believe what that old fellow noah said to them and to ridicule his whimsical building a monstrous tub to swim or float in when the said deluge should come so i am of the opinion he did not believe it himself and in positive he could not foresee it by any insight into futurity that he was master of tis true the astronomers tell us there was a very terrible comet seen in the air that it appeared for one hundred and eighty days before the flood continually and that as it approached nearer and nearer every day all the while so that at last it burst and fell down in a continual spout or stream of water being of a watery substance and the quantity so great that it was forty days of falling so that this comet not only foretold the deluge or drowning of the earth but actually performed it and drowned it from itself but to leave this tale to them that told it let us consider the devil surprised and a little amazed at the absorption or inundation or whatever we are to call it of the earth in the deluge not i say that he was much concerned at it perhaps just the contrary and if god would drown it again and as often as he thought fit i do not see by any thing i meet with in satan's history or in the nature of him that he would be at all disturbed at it all that i can see in it that could give satan any concern would be that all his favorites were gone and he had his work to do over again to lay a foundation for a new conquest in the generation that was to come but in this his prospect was fair enough for why should he be discouraged when he now had eight people to work upon who met with such success when he had but two and why should he question breaking in now where nature was already vitiated and corrupted when he had before conquered the same nature when in its primitive rectitude and purity just come out of the hands of its maker and fortified with the awe of his high and solemn command just given them and the threatening of death also annexed to it if broken end of part one chapter ten a